It's time now for the Dolphins Pod, the official podcast of the Redcliffe Dolphins, proudly brought to you by Delta Hospitality. And here are your hosts, Matthew Duncan and Peter Swampy Marsh. Welcome to episode 17, Swampy. Hello, Maddie. Hello, listeners. Thank you to Fleur for our introduction. Stellar job. But yeah, normally we we're sprightly, aren't we? But we just can't be after getting... It doesn't matter if this was round one or, or round 21. But we're always going to be a little bit down after getting beaten by a winner, Maddie. Yeah, un- unfortunate, Swampy. And it, of course... Being beaten by a winner, but had so many flowing effects too. The Herald Cup, gone for another year. Very sad. Mm-hmm. And our chances of making finals are looking very oh. slim. Now, we're going to go through it later in the show. We're still... I know you hate it. Don't we're you still, say that word. Stop it. We're Don't. still a mathematical Ugh. chance. Results. We've, I've worked it out. You know, I've... I've We've got this formula that if Mackay lose and we win and then... Oh, I hate the M word. I know, mate, I but that's, it. that's just where we are now. Oh. We've got to accept it. We've got to embrace mathematical. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm in... What are the seven stages of? I'm, I'm in the denial, denial. stage. Well, we, we do, mate. But unfortunately, we went down and I guess slipping into bad habits again, giving away an 18-0 lead early to win them, which just makes it too hard for yourself to get back into the game. And the Dolphins, too, their credit got with him, too. And I'm watching the game and think we're going to come over the top of these guys and Marlon Doak scores a try that would have put us in front and I'm jumping up and down and the referee said offside the hat went for what about the program was the program was was shredded by them unfortunately Can't deny the effort there from the Finns. No, not at all. And, and despite the result, a great game of football too. Let's get into it proper though. And uh, have a look at the week that was brought to you by Woodland Shop Fitting. Just going through those lower grades first will be on the weekend. Not the greatest weekend we've had this year. No, I think we need to reverse the meatloaf yes. song. You can, one out of three is okay. Yeah, fair. It doesn't call fair. fair <laughs> one out of three yeah. is fair. This doesn't have quite the ring to That's it. That's right. So of course, in the Interest Super Cup, the Dolphins going down to win them 30 to 22. In the BRL against Ipswich, the Dolphins also going down, Maddie, 32 to 10. Thankfully, in the Colts, they made up for that uh, with a big win over Ipswich, uh, 50 points to four. So, well done to the Colts there for uh, getting a Colts. W yes. on the weekend. So, fantastic effort to Mickey Roberts and his Colts. Mm. The BRL, another little bit of we we thought they were back on the momentum, yeah, but that's a yep. little bit of a blip on the on the radar there. So, they'll Danny Green and his boys will have to turn that around, but. Let's have a look at that Queensland Cup game. Swampy, we headed to Cougarai with high hopes, but as we mm. mentioned, got in that hole early, and it was on all Wyndham's tries were on the back of penalties. It was just going to be so, so tough if we got, even conceding the first try to try and fight your way back into that match with a hostile crowd against a Wyndham side that's playing pretty good footy. We, we had to score early, and we probably had to score a couple of times early to be a real chance in that match, and... We were digging ourselves out of a hole from, from right yes. from the get-go, yeah. weren't we? And uh, we're particularly hammering the Finns' left edge early and finding a fair bit of success there. It was just so important to keep touch and, and getting to an 18 nil deficit was, was always going to be tough to come back from. Full credit, though, because that could have got real ugly. The Dolphins, knowing what, yeah, how much was yeah. at stake, getting an 18 nil hole early... I've seen teams that can just... You drop your head and the other team with momentum just rolls through and before you know it, you... You're in a big half. That's it. You, you're looking 50 at... 50 nil. Exactly. But the Dolphins, not that at all. 18-12 no. at half time and well in the match. And that's when we, we're going to have a breeze with us in the second half. So things were looking promising. Mm. And just when you thought, well, an early try and they'll be on the ropes, win them, come out and, and put put first tries of the second half. Four minutes. And, and again, that put us back. But then... Tommy you know, Opacek hit back for us. Back. 
Darcy Etrich silenced. Go and watch the the highlights yeah. if you haven't, folks. Silence the chook pen. I didn't know. They thought they were gone. They thought they were done. 24-22, 70th minute, Darcy Etridge pounces yes. and scores. Didn't go so well after that. Well, it did. It, 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 was, it did. There was Marlon Doak's no try, which we were watching. It'll take you through what happened. It was a messy last tackle option. Darcy Etridge got caught from dummy half. He flung the ball at the back. Marlon Doak ended up hoisting a bomb up. Curtis Johnson grabbed it. It spilt backwards. I think John Brady then scooped it up and got it to Tommy Opacek, who then hoisted it high again. And then Marlon Doak flew through and plucked it out of Wyndham fullback Pat Templin's hands. And we all cheered. We thought he was in under the post. And the referee said, no try. Now, one touchy from reports. What you hear on the audio, if you watch the YouTube clip, you hear the one touchy saying, offside, offside. Yep. What you don't hear from the other side is the other touchy saying, He's onside. 50-50. So that's... And that happens with different angles. Does, I'm not implying that he was onside or offside. It's just different angles at times with the touches that they mightn't see. But it, it was so close. And it was such good work from Dope too. He came flying through. Like a took, gazelle. Didn't he? Took the mark and he, he was in. He was home and hose. Dolphins were going to take a, a four-point lead with about yep. six minutes to go. Dare say they had the momentum. We're going to be in a great spot to score another try and then claim the Herald Cup. Offside. Penalty given there, gave Wyndham the opportunity to come back and unfortunately they crashed over and put the game to bed and, and that was all she wrote, folks. Yeah, no disappointing. Need to make a mention of though, Maddie. On top of doing that with a full fit team coming back from that spot against Wyndham who are playing well at Cougar Oval, there were some big losses on the day during the match as well. Yeah, well, before the week, because when we recorded last week, we weren't aware, but Anthony Cherrington got a one-week suspension from the week yep. before. That was in front of the judiciary uh, before we recorded last week, so they were out, Cherrington, so Taylor Brown came in. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, during the game, John Green, Josh Rudolph, and Trent Richardson all needing to spend some time with the doctor after some concussion all tests. concussion tests. You've lost an enormous part of, of your pack when you take those guys. To still get where the Dolphins did was fantastic, but... For me, Maddie, it kind of it's the Dolphin season in eighty minutes. You, they let it get away early. They fought back. They've let some things slip that they shouldn't have. They've had some unlucky injuries at times, but they've been right in most of the season until probably right at the end. Then it's just slipped away. So it's almost like a little little snow globe of the Dolphin yep. season that eighty minutes. In, and, in a nutshell. And unfortunately for the Finns, some other results on the weekend went our way. Went our way. We're good. I did the. Pr- Pride won, but Mackay lost. And what that means for us, Matty, is that we're now five points out of the top six. So we'll, we'll go through in our we'll preview what needs to happen for the, the magic to make formula finals. that we've come but, up uh, with. Basically, the need to keep winning. That, yes. that hasn't changed at all, but there's a few other things that need to now go our way. So, yeah, unfortunately, not the result that we wanted, and we've got to put the street clock street back clock, to zero. Take it down. That is it Flipper's fault. It's either Flipper's or Tom Cruise's fault. I'm, I'm going to blame Tom one of the Cruise. Two. I'm going to blame Flipper. Tom Cruise jumping on the couch. He, he, he was in the he was in the chook pen on the weekend, did you know? Yeah. Wearing Woodham jersey. No, so. what I heard, he was he didn't commit. He was just wearing a scarf. Didn't go the, the whole no, hog. Just no one knew who he was supporting. There you go. Come on, Cruzy. You're better than that. He, Where was well, Morgan Freeman when you needed him? He's, he is a he, dolphin he, that, There's no question about Morgan. He definitely is. I love the Red Cliff Dolphins.
But anyway, that was the week that was brought to you by Woodland Shop Fitting. Swampy, let's run by the injury ward before we get into this week's preview because the injury ward is brought to you by Painter Dixon. Well, thankfully, Maddie, the injury ward looking better, smaller than it's ever, ever been. We've actually moved into a smaller room. We, ha- we have. Josh Benjamin's still a little bit of time on the sidelines. Hopefully, yeah. we're able to see him back before the yeah. end of the year. Great stuff, though, to see Shane Pumapi back in the Dolphins' side for this weekend. He came in against Wynnum. Bowl reports has got through that game, so Shane's out of that injury ward, which yep. is great. Uh, to run you through the season injuries very quickly, again, Zach Strasser, a shoulder injury. Kane Matthews, a knee. Joe Bond, a knee. Richie Anna, a shoulder. Brendan O'Regan, a knee. Christian Morris, shoulder. Jared Cherry, an ankle injury. Brandon Lee, a knee injury. So probably the smallest injury reward we've had. Yeah. Some doubt over the three players that did have concussions on the weekend, though. So John Green, uh, Trent Richardson, and Josh Rudolph are all a bit touch and go for the weekend as to whether they'll line up. So hopefully, hopefully, first of all, all of them have recovered well, and hopefully we can see them back in Dolphins colours soon. And here is actually a little bit of late mail. Late mail about an injury and this is this is live as we're recording right now it's still the news, coming in the news comes through that Tommy Opacek will have to pass a fitness test this time so maybe doubtful of course Tyson Cleal maybe a little bit of strife with, yeah. uh, with the judiciary, with the judiciary, as, judiciary well, so as well so Finns uh, might be feeling a bit of a depleted side this week Maddie. let's have a look at this week's preview of course brought to you by Design Line Graphics now Swampy this will bring you back we're back at Dolphin Island. We are. And it's a huge day. It's a massive now, day. You've got a lot of, to talk about in Around the Ground, so I'm not going to steal your thunder, but if you haven't come to a game this year, this is the one you've got to get to. Absolutely. And if you've been to all of them, still get to this one, because it's a crackerjack day. So at Dolphin Oval on Sunday, we'll have the Colts taking on South Logan from 12.15pm, yes. followed, of course, by the Intrust Super Cup side taking on South Logan Magpies at 2pm, so the two main games at Dolphin Oval on Sunday. In the BRL, that side will be taking on the West Panthers at 3.15pm away from home on Saturday afternoon. And so if you, if you want your super footy fix, go and watch them at Kevin McKell Oval there uh, on Saturday at quarter past three, so that's sure to be good. But from midday, get along to Dolphin Oval, see the high-flying Colts kick off at quarter past 12, and then that main game versus South Slogan Magpies at 2pm. And as we said, Swampy, it is, I know you hate it, I've got the calculator here, we've worked it out, it is mathematical uh, for the Dolphins. We can still make it, don't give up hope, mate. Look, I won't say the word, we can definitely still make it. Now, we've yes. run, we, we spared you all doing the maths yourself, folks. Yes. Here's the three things. Well, there's a, there's a, probably if you, the stats, like, it's printed out, pages and pages of, of scenarios. That's not us. There's hundreds of scenarios that can actually happen. But we've condensed it to this is the one that we feel that the computer's told it is most likely to happen. To happen. It's still a small percentage, but it's the most our what the computer sees is our best chance of still making the finals. So first of all, yes, the simple number one. one number one, Mackay has to beat. No, McCoy. no, no. Number one is Dolphins cannot lose any more games. Dolphins that's, must win. That's number one. Dolphins must, must win, win everything. Every single game. There's four more games. Four more games. Now, against some tough opposition. South Slogan, Pride, East East Tigers, and the Blackhawks. Now, that's tough. It's tough. That's tough. But anyway, they've got to win that. That's part of the criteria. That's part of all the criteria. Box one, Dolphins must win everything. Yes. That doesn't happen. We need to get eight points. We do. Box two, we need Mackay to beat the Pride. 
this, this weekend. weekend. That's that's a key one. That's entirely that's entirely reasonable. They're both they're sitting. Yes. They're sitting now. Together. If if they don't, it's not the end of the world too. But remember, this is just the best scenario. Yep. yep. Then the third one, and this is where it gets a little oofy. We need Norths to beat the Pride in a couple of rounds yes. time, so they don't get any points from yes. that round. So if that happens, if that those three things happen, folks, we will finish. On 29 points, and Mackay, we've gone through and assumed yes. where they're going to score. Dolphins played Pride, yeah. so there's another the game. Pride there, and so. Mackay will finish on 28 points yes. each. We will sneak into sixth spot. So that's if you want to drop your little form sheet. And, and don't get us wrong, there's other scenarios that could possibly happen, but this is what the computer's told us is our best way home. I'm stressed. It's very stressful. I just got stressed just explaining I'm that. So I'm much, sorry. I've, I've wasted so much paper printing out. Look, but that's a rainforest. <laughs> it is a rainforest. Yes. You're going to lose your credentials with, with the green boat if you ever go chasing yes. a boat. But this weekend probably presents not the easiest, but let's be honest, South Logan have had a tough season. Not uh, going that great. Going so but great. they went toe-to-toe with us earlier in they the year. They most definitely did. But let's have a look at the Dolphin side name to take on South Logan. At Dolphin Oval on Sunday. At fullback is at Marlon Doak. On the wings, Josh Behag and Curtis Johnson. The centres are Tom Opacek and Aaron Whitchurch. John Brady and Luke Capewell are in the halves. The front rows, Charlie Fanger and John Green, with the hooker being Darcy Ettridge. In the back row, Nick Ritter, Anthony Cherrington, and Trent Richardson coming off the interchange bench. Shane Pumapi, Tyson Cleal, Harley Ayano, and Josh Rudolph. Of course, as mentioned earlier, a question mark over some of those players will have to pass a fitness test and Tyson Cleal also having to front the judiciary. It's a big plus for the Dolphins that Shane Pullman will hopefully be back well, lining up again this week. There so again. Yeah. Well, um, hopefully it's going to be an enormous afternoon at Dolphin Oval. We've got two home games left for, yes. the, for the year. So this is one of the this two. So I'm looking forward to what you're going to tell us around the grounds on what a great it's a, day it's, it's going to be. It's a bumper day. Bumper yeah, day. It's a ripper. Well, that's this week's preview brought to you by Design Line Graphics. Now, around the grounds this week, Matty, yes. of course, brought to us by Village Now, Motors. I've got before you go on, I've got a, a note because you get a lot of flack because you don't like kids. You hate kids. I don't hate kids. You yell at ball boys. We had a young girl play the recorder a couple of weeks ago. No, well... No, defamed that's, on social that, media. Wouldn't matter if that was a young girl or um, or if it was you or or if it was Gordon you Thomas. Don't, you don't I, like I would, young people. No, no, no. I, I hate the recorder. Yeah, and you hate... I, I hate the game, not the player. You, you hate sitting at the football and kids having fun. No. You, you, just, you mightn't hate kids, but you hate kids having fun. That's These are lies, folks. And when at, at Dolphin Oval, for Lee brings and sells her chocolates... And before she can get to the kids, you say, Lee, I'll buy all your chocolates off you so the kids can't have any. They don't have any money anyway, yeah. mate, to give. I'm, I'm just making sure <laughs> that Lee sells out of box chocolates each week and then through my actions, that money goes back into the club and then back into the juniors. I see poor kids. Also... Oh, all they wanted was a Fredo frog. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, there's an obesity crisis in this country and I'm stopping the kids from, from getting any worse. And helping them get their junior footy. So the I'm, worst thing I'm is that annoys me. You try and negotiate a deal with Lee because say, oh, if I buy so many, can I have some? Oh. They're like a dollar anyway, mate. Like just pay full price. But what to try and make up for it? We've got a young fella in here. He's wrote me a letter saying, I don't think Swampy is as bad as you say he is. I think he is a pretty nice man. Uh, cheers. Tom Marsh. No relation? <laughs> no, no, no relation that. at all. That looks a bit like your handwriting. There's, there's even some... Ba- no, look, I, see, I'm an adult, so I can write fine, but there's some backwards E's and yeah, stuff I think in there. So it's it's got to be a kid. I think it's you've got to be a kid, left hand. Anyway, he plays the triangle. 
Tom. That's all right. Young Tom plays a triangle I'll and he'd like re- to do the intro. I'll start a recorder, Tom. He'd like to do the intro for Around the Grounds. Tom? Tom, come, come in, mate. Come in. Nice to meet you. This is Peter. Yeah. Hey, Tom. That's good, good to see you. It's a nice triangle. No That's, worries. Well, do you know Peter at all? No? Okay. No, fair enough. So, okay. Take it away, Tom. It's very good, young Tom. Very good, mate. Very, very good. excellent with the triangle. Very good. See, thank you, Tom. It's very, very good. Good and, on you, Tom. And Thanks, I think you yeah, can go it's now. It's a great playing your instrument, and and you're a great young man. So fantastic. Yeah. Now it's time for around the grounds with Swampy. Brought to you by Village Motors. Now a huge weekend coming up this weekend, especially for the juniors, Matty. So the under-sixes finished their last fixtures last weekend, and this weekend, it's the last one for the under-sevens, who'll take part in a huge gala day at Pine Rivers on Saturday. The under-eights and under-nines also finished fixtures this weekend, and there's some pretty lucky kids amongst that bunch because they'll be playing on Dolphin Oval on Sunday morning before the main game. What an so honour. What an honour. If you're a family or friend of any of those kids playing, so come along and cheer them at Dolphin Oval going to be a huge day and that is because Maddie, it's the Finns Fun Day on Sunday I know you're excited. I love saying that say that real quick. Finns Fun Day on Finns Sunday, Sunday, on Sunday. Finns Fun Day on Sunday. So kicking off at midday, I've got here it says here there are mountains like literal mountains of things for you to do. Yes. On Sunday supporting businesses are going to be there like my foot dog. Your foot doctor is going to be there again. Your actual foot doctor. Not my foot doctor. I've business. I ran this joke earlier in the year you and I did. thought, right, I seen it today and I thought, I'm going to run that again. Went a bit flat that time, yeah. Dad, thanks. So my foot doctor and Baskin and What's your Robbins. foot doctor's name? I don't have a foot doctor. My feet are just fine. Thank you very much. Continue. The SEQ development team from the NRL are also going to be there working with the kids. They're going to play some fun games. There was a Broncos blow-up slide. Forget that little thing they have at Easts. Yeah. This is going to be the, the real tiger. deal. Stupid tiger. This is going to be the real deal. Some face painting, some special dolphins designs. Are you going to go along and get a special dolphin design? How does it go with the beard? I think it works. Does it? Yeah, I think okay. it's a paint. Okay. Just paint over the beard. Right up. That Sounds works. Good. I'll, be, I'll be on board. Yellow cabs are even bringing a vintage car along, Matty, to display. And, uh, of course, everyone loves the cars so much. Sponsor of the segment are looking after the juniors. Village Motors going to bring along three cars for the day to take part in the annual March Pass, which is a huge event. Huge yeah. event for any junior, no matter what sport now, you play. Now, you cop a lot of fuck. You don't always get the games. You're a busy man, and that's fair enough. But why don't this Sunday you get a photo with the vintage cabs just to prove to everyone you're going to be there? Look, I'm actually not going to be able to make oh, it on Sunday. No. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I need to go and pick up my uh, my lovely other half from the airport. She's flying back at 2.30. 2.30 the plane gets in. Very rude of that plane, but I do need to go and get her. What about yellow cabs? Well, I don't, th- I don't think it's... Unless there's a yellow yellow helicopter, but they're a little bit out of vogue at the moment. I yeah, but no, trips. she arrives from the airport and then she jumps in a cab. Can't, can't do that. Very sorry. I'll definitely be following closely on Twitter. And, of course, the... Look, you're, talk- you're taking away from all the juniors here. I'm trying to tell you about their March pass. Sorry, juniors, continue. Dearie me. They just want to say, kids. you know, a lot of people are coming. They say, oh, I'd love to meet Swampy. He does well, I've had plenty of opportunities era. other than this week, mate. Yeah. Plenty. And, of course, we, 
I'm not sure about you, but I love the March Pass. Oh, that's Maddie. my favourite time. I my, my wife loves the March Pass, and she doesn't get to a lot of games, but she said, I'm coming, it's March Pass. It's, it's, it's March day. Pass it's Sunday, I'm coming. All the Junior Dolphins are going to be in their uniforms, and of course they're going to be out there to thank all their sponsors for the year and celebrate a fantastic year of footy that they've had. Um, the Juniors are going to want to get along, Matty. And this is this is a Dolphins pod exclusive. Now I know you don't bring the exclusives to the pod. I do. No. Like last week, my exclusive interview. Yes. I bring the exclusive. Yes. So pick up your act. But some of the kids, maybe if they come along, possibly, potentially, can they get a little gift from Ooh. the Dolphins? We can't say much more than that. What is it? But no, no, no. I can't reveal my sources. But. Make sure you're there and ready to march before half-time of the main game. So 2.30, you need to be there to meet all the marches. Colouring in competitions as well, running on the day, Matty, as well as guessing how many jelly beans are in the jar. At I go good at that. Jelly bean guessing. Do you? Yeah. Well, head along to Fruition Tuition. Yes. That's another one to say three times Fruition fast. Tuition. Head along to their marquee. And also the Sunshine Coast Surf Skills, as we told you last week, will be there. They're running an Instagram competition. Yes. So make sure you go and visit them. What about... the? Took off a little bit the mail about Flipper. Flippers confessed on Instagram. It did. It did. So I told you I brought that yeah. along. I brought you that tip. Yeah, that was the mail. So we're uh, we're attempting to get Mick Fanning the next pod, so we can reconcile him and Flipper here on the pod. That's next week. Next week. Next week's interview. Yep, Flipper and Flipper interviews Mick Fanning. We'll see how they go. Yeah, we might have to tie Flipper's fins behind might, his back. It might make it to air. Because Flipper's really annoyed with Mick. Like, Mick's, everyone, everyone in the world loves Mick. They do. Except Flipper. He's yep. dirty with him for getting so punched. You might have to hold him back. But anyway, fins. if all goes to plan, that interview will be next week. And there's going to be, aside from that, there's going to be a jumping castle for the kids as well. Even Intrust Super are going to be there as well, Matty. So their activity team is coming along for a visit and they'll have some fun and games. It's just going to be an enormous weekend of fun for all the juniors. Fun for the whole family. Indeed. So come along. All kicks off. Well, if you're there for the junior games, they kick off at 8 a.m. The Colts game kicks off at 12:15. Oh, I guarantee fun there you, all day. if you get there at eight, you'll have a great day. And you won't run out of things to no, do. No, no, you, you won't. It'll be four o'clock. You go. Where does the day go? You can get lunch there. You can go have a snow cone on the hill. Where would you want to be anywhere else? Why don't you get there from eight until you've got to go to? Well, I, I might do that. Yeah, I think that's I'll what you've do got that. to do. I'll, no, I'll do you that. You get there at eight, and, and then you can go to the airport. And I'll get my. I'll, you can maybe get yellow cabs to give me a lift. Yes. In. Good. It yeah, all comes wow. together. Now, there are some junior teams still playing off for finals this weekend, Maddie. So, best of luck for a couple of them who uh, still need a win to get there. On the eve of the Finns Fun Day, Rugby League Brisbane are hosting a Women in League dinner, which is a doubly important light for lots of the special ladies at the club. The Dolphins have nominated Amy Horsburgh as junior volunteer of the year. Corey? Hold your horses. I'm just excited. I know your mum loves Corey Horsburgh. Hold your horses. So let's talk about Amy for a second. Okay, sorry. So Amy's been a coach for five years at the Dolphins, a junior coach, as well as playing the league herself. And, of course, always gets involved with other teams. Corey is her older brother. So there you go. You just have to wait 30 seconds. It's her older brother. Did your mum teach her? Did the mum teach her? No, just Corey. Just Corey. So he's playing in the under-18 Nev Blair Shield this year. And she's got a sister, Beth, who's also a coach for the juniors. Does your mum teach Beth? No, she's not teach Beth. Okay. So she's a... She really dropped off the horsebras after Corey. Corey's pretty fantastic. Okay. But so is Amy. She's missed out there. Well, Beth's all right too. So Amy's a super busy lady, of yes. course, but an excellent ambassador and for women in the league and just for Dolphins, volunteers in general, Matty. So best of luck 
with the nomination there for Amy. And at the same dinner, Ebony Cooper, who's our Miss Redcliffe, going to be vying for the crown of Miss Greater Brisbane Junior Rugby League. So best of luck there oh, I'm to sure Ebony. Of Ebony. Oh, absolutely. Is there a hashtag, go Ebony, or something like that? I'm not sure what hashtag there'd be, Maddie, but Ebony will be there in with all the other uh, entrants. On, so best of luck there. If you've don't know Ebony. She's in the ticket box at Dolphin Oval on game day. When you go buy a ticket, everything. She she's works, there, always smiling. She works in the coffee van on junior game days. She'll be selling raffle tickets this Sunday as well. So make sure you go and say hello oh, to Ebony. One of the best there, Ebony. Well. Come on, Ebony. And that's a, another bumper around that's the, the ground this week. That's huge. That's <sighs> enormous. I'm exhausted. Well, I've... Well, you would be, because that was huge, but great info. Very good. Well done, Peter. And well done to young Tom the Triangle. No, well done, Tom. Great stuff. Now, it's time. It's after a week layoff, because you stole it last week to go and interview Tom Cruise, which was a good interview. Thank you. Well done. I've caught up with, I promised him last week. You did? Former Dolphins Premiership winning half. Shane Perry and I had a chat with him yesterday morning. Let's have a listen. G'day, Shane. How are you today, mate? Yeah, g'day, Matt. Good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Mate, we like to start off with all our guests by uh, getting them to tell us where did they start their footy career? Where did you play your junior footy? I played junior footy at Mother's Holy Spirit. I used to be out at Morton then. That's where I started. And went across to North for a year at Colts. I found my way back to Brothers. Played first grade there. And then I believe you had... 12 months at Logan City Scorpions? Yeah, I had a year at Logan City with, uh, with Gary O'Brien, uh, ex-Rick uh, coach. After a good year down at Logan, we, didn't, we weren't that successful, but uh, personally I had a good year and getting uh, signed by Tommy Rodonikins and went, uh, went down to West Sydney, followed up a couple of years with the Bulldogs. And what was that experience like going down to, to West there in 1999? I was, I was 21 back then, so yeah, very young. It was a big place, Sydney. People that have been out of Campbelltown, it's not much of an area, so it was, uh, <laughs> it was a pretty lonely time out there. We didn't, uh, didn't win too many games, but uh, it, was, it was all part of the experience and enjoyed spending that uh, time down there. And how did you go from West to Canterbury? That year, West and Belmain merged. I was actually speaking to Canterbury before I went down to West, uh, and they, they were still interested in their two-year contract, so I uh, found myself at, at uh, the Bulldogs. So after your stint at the Bulldogs, you found your way to the peninsula. So how did you become a Redcliffe Dolphin? Yeah, well, I was yeah, coming back coming back to Brisbane, coming back to get married to my wife, actually, and I was speaking to, to Chicken, most people... Redcliffe, no chicken. Yeah. Ended up finding myself at Redcliffe. In that first year for the Dolphins, you couldn't have asked for a better year. You won a premiership. You won the Peter Lease Medal. You represented the Brisbane team, and you also represented Queensland residents. Yeah, it was. Uh, we had a special, pretty special team uh, back in uh, 2002 and 2003. Managed to win back-to-back uh, premierships, uh, which doesn't happen too often. And uh, yeah, that uh, that first year back was, was a special one, one that I'll always remember. Take us through some of the memories from Grand Final Day there in 2002. Pretty special because we got to play it at, at Redcliffe and yeah, I can remember that it was standing room only pretty much on the hill and uh, I just remember coming out of that tunnel and the crowd just roaring if I'm being so close. Yeah, it was, it was special being able to play, play a Grand Final at your home ground, such a great little uh, crowd behind you. Uh, now the following year, like you said, you went back to back with premierships. Take us through that, that 2003 year and particularly the Grand Final against Burley. I don't know, most people who, who saw the game will probably remember Warren Barber on the wing. Not like current fullback that was uh, that Redcliffe got at the moment, Mum does. But yeah, it was a special day for, for him. I think he scored a few tries from kicks and 
different things and we were never going to lose the game, I don't think, just uh, with all the support we had, um, special occasion it was. Now let's fast forward to 2006 if we can. You're still at the Dolphins, but Redcliffe and the Brisbane Broncos had formed a partnership. Players could be dual registered with both Redcliffe and the Broncos, and you found your way into that Brisbane Broncos side in 2006. Yeah, so they, they forged that partnership between Redcliffe and the Broncos, and an opportunity came up in November, the pre-season of the 2006 season, and I got a, uh, I got a chance to... It was meant to be one week where I'd go over and train the, the Broncos full-time squad, uh, do a week of training. I guess it was a bit of a, a, a token gesture where a couple of players went over. And uh, I remember on the, I think it was on a Saturday, the last the last session, I went up to Wayne and I said, Wayne, I, I wouldn't mind staying on. Is there any chance I can keep training for the rest of the pre-season? And he said, uh, he basically said, yes, you can turn up. And uh, so I kept turning up and I guess, you know, I kept uh, getting in front of him and next thing I was uh, starting in a troll game. So, wow. Uh, And when you did crack it as the starting halfback for that 2006 Broncos side, Darren Lockie, of course, was your halves partner there at 5'8". What was your charter from Wayne Bennett? What did he? What were the instructions he gave you for that year? Yeah, it was a pretty simple instructions. He just wanted, wanted me to get get the boys around the park. We had a, a great forward pack, and, and I think they they enjoyed some structure and being told where to go, and not having to worry about that part of their, their footy, and and they could just concentrate on running hard and and running often, and and pretty much get get Lockie the ball when he wanted it. A special team and a a special time. Take us through that running to the grand final because unlike previous Bronco sides, this team flew under the radar a little bit, didn't it? We had a bit of a slump they usually have around State of Origin after it. We kind of came good with about four or five games to go. I remember playing playing Bulldogs down in uh, down in Sydney and it was a really good game and we all had a bit of a chat afterwards, said that we'd get, all get off the get off the drink until after the finals. And we lost the first the first final to St George at Suncorp, which was a little bit disappointing, but uh, yeah, we bounced back. Newcastle had a big win, yeah, then, then had the Bulldogs, which we won, yeah, into the grand final. And take us through that grand final day, of course, against the Melbourne Storm. It- yeah, well, it was, I think, they were, they were the heavy favourites. The boys remember standing arm in arm when they played the national anthem, you know, standing beside Big Petro, another another Redcliffe guy, and he's standing up and tears rolling down the face. Yeah, it was pretty special. Now, if we can just go back to that second week of the finals, you're preparing to take on Newcastle. Redcliffe were preparing to take on the Twin Clydesdales in a grand final at Suncorp Stadium. Did you get a chance to listen in or watch that game on the day? Yeah, I did. I was in Sydney at the time. They didn't have it on the tally down there, but I was getting constant updates through the match, keeping up to date with it. It was a great year for both Dolphins and the Broncos that year. So on to 2007 and 2008, you spent your time in and out of that Broncos side, which meant you were in and out of the Redcliffe team. Take us through those couple of years. Yeah, 2008, I think um, only, I think I played a handful or seven games for the Broncos, so the majority of that year was at, was at Redcliffe. Yeah, it's always, it was always good to come back to Redcliffe when you get it. Was, it was always good because I, I knew the players, I knew a lot of the players, so it was always enjoyable to come back. And then in 2009, you had a stint with the Catlin Dragons. Yeah, when I played for the Dragons over over in the Super League, lived in the south of France for, for 12 months, which was yeah, which was a great experience. Get to see some beautiful parts of the world. Managed to yeah come back to to North for a couple of years. Following that, to finish off the yeah, finish off the time. Playing footy. Now, just to sum up, a couple of quick questions: Who were the, some of the great players 
Redcliffe players that, that stood out to you when you played, particularly in that grand final period, 2002-2003? Who were some of your great teammates? Oh, we had some great players. Some of my favourite players to play with were Larry and Barber, but then we had some great forwards, you know, Danny Burke, uh, Troy Lindsay, Russell Weyer, uh, Adam Starr. You know, we had a wonderful forward pack that was the envy of all the, the teams. They were aggressive, big. We're a great forward pack. And then, of course, we had little Mickey Robert playing halfback. We played a lot of footy together. That was a good combination. Yeah, so that, yeah, the list, list goes on and on. And finally, Shane, what, what did it mean to you to, to be a Redcliffe Dolphin? Because I grew up, I grew up playing at, at Brothers, I was always a little bit jealous of Redcliffe and thought, no, you know, the silver tails and, you know, a little bit up themselves. But I just got a bit of a hatred there until I got there. Uh, and then once I got there, it's just completely changed. Yeah, my view on Redcliffe, it's a local club, they've got big supporters, it's run by great people, it's just got a, a great culture and tradition, you know, that dates back so long, so um, that, that soon changed, you know, I probably bleed red and white now, and uh, live, live in Newport and love the club. Thanks for sharing those memories and, and reminiscing with us today on, on Where Are They Now. Thanks for your time, mate. No worries, Matt. Thank you. Shane Perry there, Swampy, and, uh, of course, a, a great player for the Dolphins. And as you mentioned, that first year that he came into the Dolphins, 2002, a massive year, Peter Lee's medalist, won a premiership, and then, of course, went on to, to win a premiership for the Brisbane Broncos. Don't get... Uh, there's not too many players that, that get that chances no. in their career, Matty, so, um, yeah, well done. Great, great catching great, up with Shane. Great segment. Good comeback. Thank well you very done. much. It was good to be back in the chair for Around the Grounds. But, Swampy, that's us. Done. It is. For this week. And it'll be good to be back at Dolphin Over this weekend. Yeah, well, I can't wait to be back. Now, we're a bit sad at the start of the episode, but I think we've finished I think strong. We, I think we have. I so think we've we put Wyndham behind Who's? us. Exactly. Who? Who? But we will now take on the Magpies. And I hate... You know, I've got one fear in, in life. Like, people don't like heights. Yeah. And other people don't like small spaces. I'm terrified of Magpies. Are you? I, it's a genuine phobia. Can I reveal to you and to the pod that there may have been even a, a preemptive strike by Souths? I was actually running along our beautiful peninsula up at Scarborough. They're out already. This week. One was out. I was running along, you know, keeping fit as I do. And bang, something knocks oh, my ear. And I turn, I turn around and there's a magpie. He's had a go in my ear. It's I've still had to winter. duck him. They're not meant to be out yet. Mate, I'm telling you, oh, there's Peter. one there. Oh, no. So maybe a preemptive strike. A bit, bit rich for them to take it out on me, South. Is that it's just there at Scarborough along Flinders Parade there? Yeah, that's it. I oh, know. Right it's, te- yeah, it's a right terrible on. magpie. It is. So I'm pleading with the Dolphins on, on Sunday to take it out because I hate magpies. I'm terrified of them. They, they are protected. Like oh, The actual s- birds are protected, so you've got to be careful. Yeah, I Get some care. strife with the authorities. Oh, stuff with the authorities. I hate magpies. You heard it here first. If you uh, wish to get in contact with him, the yeah. Environmental Protection Agency. Yeah, hit me up on Twitter at Mr. Peninsula. <laughs> and they can find you. At Peter L. Marsh. But if you want to know more about footballs and yeah. magpies... Head the Dolphins up at uh, Dolphins RLFC or on their Facebook page. Maddie, I'll see you on my yellow cab on the way out yes. of Dolphin Oval as you come in. Well, you've got to be there at 8. I do. And I'm going to ask the people on the gates if do you it. were there at yep. 8. And you've got to get a photo with the yellow cab. I'll be there. Right out. I hope to see you there. Will do. And it's time now to pass the ball around. We'll see you all again. We'll see you all there on Sunday. And then we'll see you all again next week.
You're listening to The Dolphins Pod, the official podcast of the Redcliffe Dolphins.